Live another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, Episode 6, the show that won't demand a recount. Each episode of we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time, or nutshell a whole bunch of topics, like today. <laughs> My name is Allie, <laughs> the lover of rum and the one who makes her co-host facepalm already, and I'm joined by the facepalmer, aka the guy who survived Sober October, Jin. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> How you doing over there? That reminds me of the meme. Where it was, it was the the Karen, the typical Karen va- face, but they threw slap, yeah. they slapped forty five's face on Karen's head, and it was like a demand to speak to the poll poll manager. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's that's what I was going for. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was very fitting considering the show's silly theme and the theme of things going on in the news. So yeah, yeah. things going yeah. on in the news. Which is why we're drinking rum tonight, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yay! <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, um, I will. I would be lying if I didn't say that I was one of those people that was obsessively watching what was going on and hitting refresh and saying like, oh, what's going on? You understand. We were all doing the same thing. We were all watching collectively. Pretty much. Um. If you've listened to at least a couple of these episodes, you'll probably know that I'm in the happy camp. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'll go with that, don't worry about it. I'm not going to get overly political. I'm just saying I'm on the happy side. So, there we go. Um, you know, we do positive things at the end of our shows. We, yeah. Not, not, not bullying. So, yeah, that's, uh, well, that's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> that is appropriate. Yeah, but what I've actually been up to, up to? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mostly work, doing some fun stuff in uh, in the Warcraft. By uh, Honestly, I think the most fun I've had in Warcraft was actually not in Warcraft. It was on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I watched the Doing new... Doing what? <laughs> did, did you, have you seen the new cutscene with, uh, you know, this, this is a spoiler show. We'll just give a spoiler warning right now. Okay. Ear- earmuffs, everybody. Earmuffs. This is actually not an earmuff episode because we're. We'll it's. Get to I know. Just this next like sentence or two. Thirty seconds. Okay. Next thirty seconds. Plug them. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> when Taronda kills Nathanos. That was, I have not actually seen that yet. Oh boy, that was fun. I haven't had a chance yet. <laughs> I knew there was something going down with Nathanos, and I knew there's a cut scene. I wondered if it would involve her. Oh, it sure I wasn't did. sure. So I haven't I haven't seen it yet. So I'm I'm eagerly hoping to see that maybe tonight. Yes, that was that was my I'll um, watch it tonight either way. That was my big like <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's, yeah. It was really good. good. Mm-hmm. good. 
really good. Um, haven't had a chance to play it because I kept seeing a bunch of people talk about like this and that, hot fix, blah, blah. And I was like, I'll play tomorrow. So <laughs> I will I will take part in the whole pre-patch stuff tomorrow. And by the time you're listening to it, six days previous. <laughs> Veterans Day. That's when I will be doing it. Veterans Day. There you go. See, I might do it tonight after the show. I might not. We'll see. I haven't decided, but I actually ended up having tomorrow off. We're supposed to be doing training, like professional development day at work, but because of, you know, the COVID and the fact that we have actually had a case now, um, they're like, you can just do your trainings at home. You could have done it last time, but this time we'll say you can go ahead and do your trainings at home. Okay. Well, so, and we only need like a certain amount of training hours between now and like February or something. So I'm like, I mean, I could, I could work on that tomorrow or that could be a problem for future me and I can work on show notes and play the game. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who wins. <laughs> Considering there's a chance that the school may not even survive until February. I'm like, eh, I mean, I could work on that in January and say, screw it. So you're like, is this is this going to be responsible, Allie, or the Allie that says that's future Allie's problem? <laughs> I'm leaning towards the latter, <laughs> to be completely honest, because huh? I think it's crap. But we'll, uh, you know, might be one of those things where I do like an hour or two and then call it good and then work on show notes <laughs> and then came. Yeah, that works. Probably I'll do, you know, compromise, yeah. compromise. Yep. Yeah, I got the yeah. day off tomorrow, too, so I'm looking forward to it. It'd be good. Yeah. As you should have the day off. I'm glad you do. Well, I had to, you know, take it off, you know, because, you know. Yeah, you're not in the... The only reason we have it off is we are attached to a veteran affair building. So we're part of the government, except not... We're, we're contracted. We're there contracted. Yep. So it works. So you're not like a GS-7 or something. Yeah. Oh. No, we're just we're just general GSA. Like literally it is the GSA who has contracted us. Nice. Yeah. 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 Fun times. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But other than uh, have you been up to anything else? We kinda just jumped around there. Not really. That, that pretty much it, man. Yeah. yeah, just you know. Yeah. Watching YouTube videos. You finished Arthas. I did. Since yeah. we last recorded this show, so oh, we're yeah. officially friends. That's right. <laughs> I did finish it. It's now just stored away somewhere on the bookshelf. It's good. I'll, I'll admit, it was very good. Right? Right? That epilogue, though, had me scratching my head a little bit. Like, that's right. Epilogue's interesting. Yeah, the rest of it was just like copy paste from the game, but add a little bit more detail. Right? Right. Yeah. Particularly the, I think the where you got the most detail was actually in the early stages of the of the book. Right, yeah. Once you made it to part three, kind of, where it's like, you know, once the events of the game started, there's literally quotes in the book that are just quotes directly from the game. And I was Yes, like, there is. I was like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> cool and interesting all at the same time. I don't know. Like, I, I was like, yep, okay. They kept, they yep. made it consistent. So, it was consistent and added flavor. Yeah. yeah and I, depth, which I really liked. Yeah, I, th- I think I liked the beginning of the book a little bit more. Only because that's the part I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I agree. Yeah, if I if I hadn't known the story of Arthas, I would have been like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is good. But 
yeah, the rest of it, it, it very much was copy paste. The only part that was actually really interesting, I think, was the the interaction more with uh, Kalthos and Arthas that, you know, like I, I talked about it in a uh, in previous episode of Morley Gray, where it was like, um, Kalthos actually was like, hey, I'm going to fight you too, even though in the video game, it's just Illidan that fights him. So they, right. they decided to add that little bit in there too. So I thought that was, thought that was a fun little, you know, addition. And that's the thing. I don't understand why they always got to do that, where they're like, hey, I'm going to fight you. And then, okay, you win. And then my friend's going to come and fight you. Why don't you just fight them together? Come on. Maybe. Well, that would be logical. Yeah, of course. That's, <laughs> can't have that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are several moments in, in this game's story where I'm like, why, why didn't you guys just do that? It's like, oh, that would have made sense. Yeah. That's like the whole Lord of the Rings thing where it's like, why didn't you just get the eagles? <laughs> right and take take y'all over there like yep just get the maybe eagles. it would have been too long of a flight for the eagles i don't know maybe maybe <laughs> i don't i don't know what their you know stamina is for <laughs> flying that distance well, they're big birds <laughs> they're big birds in the lord of the rings so uh it's true yeah i think i think they'll be able to make it yeah yeah but then that defeats the whole purpose of having a story that's true that's the issue that is, yeah, that, that is the issue. That is the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, you gotta do. You gotta do silly things like walking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all that walking and the, I don't know, Boromir going like, oh, this thing looks cool. Huh, how about how about I just take it over here? You know, you get the idea. You you've seen the movie, right? It's really old. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I have multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. What else have you been up to? I, I did some. I did some streaming. What? And did some more questing on the horde side. Nice. Are, 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 yeah. are you done with that? No. No. Not yet. I'm. I'm getting there. I'm not. And I should still be able to get it for Shadowlands, but I'm definitely not there yet. I think I so, have like everything to we'll do. See. Still. Everything. <laughs> I and and we'll get into this in a little bit, but. I am noticing that there's a lot of the story of BFA that you miss by only doing one faction, but they made it so it wasn't really alt friendly. And as a reader, I didn't have a whole lot of free time to really go do the other side. Granted, part of that's because I podcast about the game that takes away my gaming time, but <laughs> I had to, you know, being a healer, I'm like, I want to be the best I can be. And it's, so I, you know, I just, yeah. Yeah. My priest saw a lot of playtime this the sixth mansion. <laughs> yep. I I definitely feel you there. Hey, anything else you gotta talk about besides we before no. we start talking no. about delicious, delicious beverages? Yeah. So what 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 are we drinking? What delicious beverage are we drinking? Well, in in appreciation of the wonderful topic that we're gonna be going over today because of pirates. I prefer rum. Rum's good. We we are indulging in some delicious Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan specifically. I've been I've been instructed that this is the <laughs> the top tier. Okay, there there are actually echelons, right? So we got we got this is S tier, okay, of the rum. All that other crap, like I keep saying, Sailor Jerry, Sailor Jerry, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Hey, like I said, Kra- Kraken's actually pretty good. I'll take Kraken. That's okay. Nah, I never had it. I've As is black magic, but okay. Sailor Jerry's meh. Nah. Sailor Jerry, that's nah. like that B tier. Come on now. We gotta I'll get take it over, I'll take it over Bacardi. Well, that's true. Yeah. And Malibu is eh, Malibu's 
Malibu's not bad. Malibu's not bad. Okay, well. Uh, well, so we are drinking some Captain Morgan original spiced rum. I got a little, I got a little Coke Zero in there. It's very good. I do too. That's very good. <laughs> hey, look at that. We, I, we, 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 we synced up and we didn't even sync up on what we were putting in the, in the rum. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor of Coke? <laughs> yeah. 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 And what's great about this is that this wasn't even my idea. This was all Jen's suggestion. He was like, we should have rum. I'm like, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Gee darn. <laughs> I don't have a full bottle in the pantry. I already know. I did try to get Jen to find some private stock, as I call my podcasting juice, because that is just smooth and sippable, and you don't you don't need to mix it with anything. But he was not able to find it, unfortunately. That is true, because apparently private stock actually is the private stock. <laughs> it's, it's, not, just, it's not out there. Captain just Morgan not, has just not it. worthy. Just not worthy. You have to earn the private stock. Clearly. I mean, I just <laughs> failed. <laughs> I was like, this guy, no. Mm-mm. He, he thinks Sailor Jerry's okay. <laughs> Put all that stuff in the back so we can't That's exactly it. what it is. It's all your fault. And it's probably what actually happened, yeah. They're like, yeah, no, he doesn't get it. Why well, take the sailor when you can have the captain? Mm. Wow. Saying. That feels, it feels almost like poetic or something in there. Yep. Right? I like that. Yeah. 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 Why take the sailor <laughs> when you can have the captain? Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you like that. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, then I could go. Why take the Why take the captain when you can have the kraken? Right. I mean, the kraken. I'll gonna, take the kraken. Right. Well, I mean, okay. I guess <laughs> I got post, hoisted upon my own petard because <laughs> you're just like, yeah, kraken's fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, the captain and I are friends, so I'll take the captain first. But if the captain is having issues and going overboard, I'll go hang out with the Kraken. That's cool. All right. So releasing the Kraken, totally fine. (laughs) 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 Yep, sure is. (laughs) Rum and Coke down the wrong pipe, not fine. Yep, that's what happens when you podcast with me. (laughs) I make stupid jokes. That's a good problem to have. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Um... I'd say I'd take it too, but I don't know if I can podcast with myself. I'm being weird. I'm being it's weird. awkward. I podcast myself all the time. It's weird. <laughs> 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 Anyways, moving on. <laughs> this got fun. What you talking about? 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 Ooh, rum. Okay. So this week we have decided to do a bit of a wrap up for BFA. Which is pretty fitting considering that the timing of this episode coming out, it's going to be pretty much just less than a week from when Shadowlands itself drops. So that was great. This was actually Jin's suggestion. And I'm actually really glad he did it because I've been wanting to do a proper BFA wrap up for for a while and I haven't yet. So, yeah. So you've been wanting to do a proper BFA wrap up when BFA haven't been wrapped up. <laughs> well, it's practically wrapped up. We just I have. Know, I mean, this this pre patch is like the, you know, hopefully smooth transition between one thing and another thing. And in my opinion, once you get AOTC, <laughs> go ahead and wrap up the story. You already know it all. You get yeah. you get what's happening here. 
I've had that for a while, so. Me I, too. <laughs> I, I thought I was slow on it, but nope. Me and the Catalina wine mixer, we were, we're kicking ass. You did good. You did good. Yeah, we, we, did, <laughs> we did real good, everybody. Pat yourself on the back. All y'all. Yep. <laughs> all y'all. So all y'all <laughs> for our discussion today. There's obviously going to be a lot of giggling because rum. And I kind of kept these notes kind of loose instead of being, you know, like point by point. Here's what happened then. Here's what happened then. Ideally, you all pretty much know that already. So we're going to just more of a conversation back and forth. We might be jumping around that kind of thing because I get a chance to talk about this once in a while on all things Azeroth once in a while. But Jin doesn't get much of a chance to. So I kind of wanted to keep it open for, for him and for us just to kind of chat and have fun and laughs and a good time. So we're going to be jumping around. Just I'm warning you now. It's, it's going to happen. You can take your earmuffs off, everybody. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way. We should, yeah. No, it's fine. We I mean, will, unless, we will not be spoiling a thing unless you're completely new to the game. Then why are you listening to this thing? That's silly. New, or maybe like you left in like beginning of BFA and you missed all the stories from the end of BFA. All right. Once you once you wrap up your chromy time, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Well, for now, I mean, maybe I figured we'd start from the beginning where things got really heated, even though it was kind of during that <laughs> transition. <laughs> that was not an intended pun, but that is what happened because we're going to talk about <laughs> I didn't mean to. I mean, I did, but I didn't. I wasn't going for a pun that time. <laughs> Burned down a tree. It's getting heated in here, folks. <laughs> If it was an intended pun, it would have been very like sarcastic and sassy. So I think accidental intended. puns are actually my favorite puns. When you force them, <laughs> apparently, <to feel>. <laughs> <laughs> when you force them, you just do the face palm. You're just like, oh, oh ah, my gosh! But those, where you're like, it's getting really heated up in here. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about challenge cells, shall we? <laughs> this is gonna be a great discussion. <laughs> We're just gonna laugh the entire time. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's it's healthy. It's good to we burn calories by laughing and yeah. relieve like stress and stuff. Yeah. It's so, good. Tell yourself. All right. So it burned. It did. Yeah. So <laughs> so so I mean, so I see here you have in the notes. Elegy and good war. I have a question for you. What? Have, have you read either of those? I read them both, but okay, honestly, good. it was it, it was a bit ago, so there's some details here and there that are a little fuzzy now in my head because it's I don't always have the best memory with certain things. So yeah, I say good because I haven't been reading Arthas. <laughs> I approve. It's okay. <laughs> Honestly, they were they're definitely worth reading and getting more. You know, kind of like we talked about Arthas, more more flavor and detail about all of that, and more characterization and whatnot. But like I said, it's 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 been a while. I kind of forgot the details. And so in case you were like really versed in them, I was like, we'll throw those in just in case. Well, I don't know the difference. I don't even know which one comes from where. Here are the details that I know of. Apparently, this whole do an attack in the south to make the elven navy you basically sail south. And it's kind of like a big faint is what's happening. And I don't even know all the details, but apparently that was Sarfang's idea. 
Let's let's let's. And if I'm wrong, just slap me. Just be like, Psh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm correct, way to go, me for not even reading the book and, and knowing that. Well, and and then that's that's basically how they kind of had free reign and were able to bombard the Teldrassil from the shores of Darkshore. Yeah, uh, because the Elven Navy weren't there to go pew 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 pew. Screw you and your stupid siege equipment. Pew pew pew. So that's was it, I feel like that's right. <laughs> Is that right? I think that's right. Even if it's not right, that's awesome. So we're gonna go with it. Yep. <laughs> It's like a five-year-old playing with his toys in the bathtub. Pew, 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 pew. pew. <laughs> Take that, you mean Savannah's. Oh, God. It's, I, I don't remember super details of which one's which. I do know that we saw a lot more of Nathanos. We saw a lot of Taronda. We saw a lot of the relationship between Taronda and Chandras, which was cool. And it, like I said, it, it gave more flavor to what happened and everything. And... Um, if you haven't read them, I mean, I think they're, they're a little long. I can't remember how many pages off the top of my head. I think they were, they're, they're novellas. They're novella length. Yeah. I think, I think they're each around 90 pages or so. Something like that. But it was, it's definitely worth the read at that point. Yeah. If you ever want to go back and read them, you can get them free on the World of Warcraft website. So yeah, if you, if you need something to do, I have your quarantine and passing time, <laughs> go, go do it. So, before we keep keep going on this, I guess we can kind of talk about this at the same time because it really obviously ties in. Is this is the first thing that we all got our big introduction to BFA, which was the Warbringer series, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Because you know we're all that geeking was the Savannah's about, one. Yeah, we're all geeking out about the afterlives, right? Right. We all love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And honestly, before all that. Here, let's go way back, everybody. So this is this is how this is whole laid out. And let's go back to the controversy that was this would have been BlizzCon 2017. Yeah, so this is what happened. They said, Hey everybody, here's your next expansion. It's coming out whenever it came out. I don't know. Doesn't matter. And they sh- <laughs> <laughs> and they showed it came out the- whenever it came hey, out. Hey, exactly. And they showed <laughs> the trailer for and that's that's the whole, you know, the for the heart. You know, you get that one. That one's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, and that's the trailer. And then Mr. Alex Afraz Rabi was like, "Hey, hey, we are going to be going to. We're going to be doing all this stuff. We're going to be going to, to Zandalar. We're going to be doing uh, over in the Coltiris, right? And and to kick this whole thing off, we have Sylvanas. She burnt the tree, and everyone gasped. They're like, ah, they gasped. They're like, oh my goodness. And so they're like, why did she do that? And then we found out in the Warbringers trailer that someone got a little saucy with her and she burnt the train. <laughs> you can kill us, but you cannot kill hope. Can't I? I guess that's the whole reason she burnt the tree is someone said something that she didn't like. And I think that's why a lot of people, fans and not fans of Sylvanas, kind of scratched their head. It was like, I don't know if that's a good reason there, Blizzard. I feel like she, I feel like she already wanted to burn it before she went there. That's what I'm feeling. Like, they made it seem as if she burned it because she was challenged. Because she was basically said, like, you can't kill Hope. And she's like, can't I? And and that's when she's like, burn it. Um, when she said, bitch, and- hold my beer. 
basically. Yeah. And so, I mean, we were led, like we were led to believe that that, you know, something in her, you know, maybe snapped or that triggered her and made her burn it. But I, I think you're right. I think she went there with the intention to burn it already. And I think it's because of whatever she's planning with the jailer and trying to amass more power for herself and the jailer. And at that time, we did not know that. That's true. And now we do. Yes, we do. That's the thing. <laughs> that is the <a> thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the that's the Sylvanas Warbringer. What did we think about the the other Warbringers? There's there's two more, right? We got Jaina. We had yep, and we had Jaina, Ashara. Well, so what did you what did you think about the Ashara one? I think the Ashara one was friggin' sweet as all friggin' get out. It was bad. It was really cool. That was amazing. It was really cool to get that new to get that kind of glimpse into that moment and to see how it all went down and to see how they, you know, went to see and then eventually just became Naga. Now we know more details of, you know, how and why that happened and to see that moment of pure chaos right before, you know, they drowned and everything, like it's it was definitely interesting to see. Yeah. And I think and I think, and just so you know, everybody, this is probably going to be a future episode, but I think what I like the most about the video is the fact that Ashara was like, no, 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 no. No. A queen! Not a slave. Okay. We're equals here. You need yep. me. I need you. This is, this, this is a partnership not some type of subservient thing. But can she be equals with an all god? I don't according to her, she can't. <laughs> well, I think I think she's got a big head. I mean She's got a huge head. She <laughs> thought she was gonna marry an evil Titan. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, obviously she's got a massive head. She looks like a freaking bobblehead. <laughs> if her ego matched her physique. I need a bobblehead Ashara now. She's <laughs> like it's like, blah, 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 blah. and then he's like, "You will die," and she's like, "Yeah, as a queen, I will die as a queen." Da, 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 da. You get my, my point? I'm not gonna die as a slave. I'll die as a queen. Cool, right? Seems cooler if you die as a queen than as old god puppet. <laughs> Just like that. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that because Ashara, she's still out there. Yeah, yeah she is. She she like yeeted out and pieced out after you know. Everything happening in Toronto Palace and whatnot. We'll get there. That's later. And, in this, and this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, um, it's awesome. And then, daughter of the sea, dear Jaina, what did you think? That was my favorite. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It was my favorite too. <laughs> I personally think that that one was my favorite of. I th- that one was my absolute favorite. Like I was like, ah! <laughs> it, I think it's still my favorite video. Of them all. It's fantastic. I walk I walked around the house, well, our apartment at the time, for like two weeks, probably just singing that song. I adore it so much. I still there was one day, was it last week? Where I was I was really having a hard time getting to the mode of going to work for various reasons and 2020 and whatnot. And so I think I just listened to it on repeat on Spotify. 
my whole half hour drive to work and just sang it the entire time. And it was the best drive to work ever. Oh, <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's a, that's, that's a way to do it. Ooh, it's just that song. Not only because it, it, it's a sea, it's a, it's a sea shanty, which me being a lover of pirates, you know, I, that, that's great. And I love it. But the, the ability of it to actually like bring us a little bit of story, like yeah. flavor story to it, which was awesome. And it's just so catchy. I mean, there's so many covers of it because everyone loves it. Uh, I love that song so much. And so that was definitely my, uh, out of those three, by far my favorite one. It makes me, I sing that one. I can't, I've lost count in the number of times I've just walked around randomly singing it because I love it so much. It's and, fantastic. Oh, uh, so good. I mean, yeah. Laura Bailey herself, like when she, she rocked it, when she came out on stage and mm-hmm. sang it live on the 2018 BlizzCon? Yes. I believe. Oh my, like chills, like just... Yeah, I, I, I wish I was in that room. Yeah, I, I watched that one wow. live on the virtual ticket that year. That was the I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I skipped that year. But, yeah. I didn't have so to good. Sit, I didn't have to sit through the awkwardness that was you guys have fun, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I made a good call for that one. 2019 was a good year to go. 2019 was fantastic. So. Oh, BlizzCon. I, lo- I love how we're like, we're longing for the, for the days of 2019. <laughs> right. And everyone thought 2019 so. <laughs> And now we drink. Yes, yes, we do. So yeah, Daughter of the Sea. I think it is easily my favorite thing they have ever put out in any kind of secondary material. I'll put it that way. Oh, obviously, the yeah. game. I like the game. The game's a lot of fun. Been around 16 years. A lot of fun. But that freaking video and that song. Oh, it was so good. Especially as a fan of, like, I'm an Alliance man. I've always, I've always played Alliance, so I like Jane. Right, she's cool. Yeah. And then when they play that song, and, and we'll get to this a little bit more, and you just hear it and you listen to the lyrics, and you're just like, "Damn, <laughs> yeah, it's messed it's, up." <laughs> oh, you got oh, an entire. They did such a good job on that. They got an entire nation singing about this one person, and she's just like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's catchy too, and I'll sing it myself." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's what she does in the video. <laughs> she throws a little shade at the end there. Of me. Yeah, it's like it's it's there's a little oomph at the end there. It's just you know, like you can like visualize her like raising her eyebrow when she says it. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a, we got a burnt tree. We got some some videos. Well. Yep. So how about the Battle of Lordaeron? Oh my god. Now. The Battle of Lordaeron, once again, we're just going to bring my girl Jaina back because... Yep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I the think... moment when she shows up on her, like, floating ship of badassery, just, mmm. It, it was such a good moment. <laughs> In fact, I just sent you a video that was just a whole nother level I of, like... I love that oh, video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Anyway, um... Yeah, so that, the whole Battle of Lordaeron and that thing, that was, that's kind of a two-parter for me. I had I had, had good and bad emotions. Good, obviously. Okay. Jan, Jana showed up, and you're just like, oh my yeah. god, I love Jana. The bad emotions is, hey, Anduin, you're fighting Sylvanas, you idiot. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> good point. Good point, yeah. Like, 
did did you guys not freaking pack your mop gear? You're like, no, like it's you gotta it's plague, baby. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like the undead. They got gas masks. Get some gas masks up in here. Like, yeah, it's Sylvanas. She plays dirty, so uh, you gotta be you gotta be ready for that. And he wasn't. So yeah, if it wasn't for Jaina, Anduin would have been walking home with his freaking head between his legs, looking like a dumb shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that whole plan. No. It looked beautiful. Yeah. It was wonderful. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." And they're just like, "Just bomb the dummies." Like, let's like, come on. And and Andrew was like, "Oh, everything has been for nothing." Yeah, because you're dumb. <laughs> Sylvanas. Yeah. She she fights dirty. Yeah, it was definitely it was child's play for sure. I think at that time when we did it, I was just kind of in the moment because I've always been a sucker for the use of scenarios to show a bit of the story like like let you like live it out a bit i've always liked that and so i i really enjoyed doing that and the moment of jana being a badass showing him whatnot oh and i was not surprised one bit when the plague happened and all of that and you're right though like i wasn't thinking about the time but now in retrospective like like why did anduin think that was going to work because gan didn't say anything and once again he's a bad dog he's a bad dog he didn't say it, anything no that's hey <laughs> my man's a worgen man come on come on it's fine if you're worgen i didn't say you and your character was a bad dog <laughs> i'm saying him again he's bad go get the newspaper hit him on the nose <laughs> i'm just saying like like i don't fault anduin for like hey yeah it's Sylvanas. i mean he even said himself at the end of the freaking what is the name of that book Oh, I turned it around. Whatever. I made it all fancy. Before the storm? Thank you. Before the storm. At the end of the book, he's like, <laughs> she's not redeemable. Nope. Sylvanas sucks. That's basically what he says. That's like the how the book yeah. ends. And he's just like, oh, she'll fight fair. Be fine. Yep. That's what's going to happen. Just going to be troops against troops. No, uh, no, uh, no, no chemical weapons. No, no biological. None of that. It'll be fine. And Gen didn't slap him. And say, hey, Sylvanas, remember? <laughs> remember Rathgate? Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> she killed my son. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he should bring that up every single time someone brings. I think it goes back to the whole thing we mentioned earlier where, you know, logic. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there's this like logic piece that's missing in order just to drive the story, make it more dramatic. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh yeah. Oh, and then if we're gonna stick with the Battle of Lordaeron, we can, we got one more thing that we can talk about. And when it comes to that whole cutscene, you know, when Jaina shows up, and this is this is like my, my favorite line. <laughs> it's when it's when Alaria was like, "I should have killed you when I had the chance," and she just goes, "How rude, sister." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it reminded me of freaking Stephanie Tanner from Full House going, "How rude." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, that that is what it reminded me, and I just love it. And then, and then obviously she just says, "Muzzle your dog." Blah 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 blah. You get the idea. I like that one scene, and it, it's a it's a shot that was frozen and like shared everywhere, where Savannah is like like they're all confronting Savannah, and she's on the throne, and she's talking about all these things, and Jaina is in the background, like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what happened?" 
<laughs> and she's got this like puzzled look on her face. Yeah, it's like for Teldrassil. She's like, hmm? <laughs> what happened to Teldrassil? <laughs> what happened to Teldrassil? I've, I've been away a couple days. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I didn't get the news. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just flying Doing over. the math. Like, oh, geez. What'd she do? <laughs> oh, God. This is bad. This is real bad. Yeah. This is real bad. <laughs> All right. Battle of Iran. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a, a gold star. I liked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's our new ratings. Yay, gold star. Gold star. <laughs> I like it. Goes on the board. As a teacher, I approve of this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything other than gold star? You got gold stars, silver stars, bronze stars. No, yeah. yeah. I used to get those. They're like you get. Sure that. Yeah, I I vaguely remember getting different stars. Yeah. Vaguely, I, I got different stars because they were like, "You're not a gold star kid. Mm-hmm. You, get silver, you get silver star." Yeah, <laughs> well, I would give you a gold star, so whatever. Yay! I get gold star. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the battle for Lordaeron. <laughs> Yay! So how about, I mean, obviously there's a lot that happened in both war campaigns, but in, in general, the overcompassing, how did you feel about the war campaigns and the battle for Azeroth in terms of Horde and Alliance fighting each other? I think my favorite thing about the war campaign is that it set up the 8-1 raid. Like that, yeah. that, that was the whole thing that I was like. Because they were like, hey, it's the war campaign. And they called it, it's the war campaign. And then the 8.1 raid was like, and it's the war. <laughs> or at least a big battle. So that's I think that that's why I liked it the most. There's nothing really super memorable about it for me, even as an Alliance player, other than planting the bombs. And had it not been a key moment in a cutscene, I probably would have forgot about that too. <laughs> so Yeah. So was the war campaign, It was was it good? Yeah. It's fine. Does it get a gold star? No. Gets a, gets a bronze star, maybe. It gets a bronze. <laughs> well, bronze or silver. I mean, there's a big difference between bronze or silver. Okay. Well, I mean, it was okay. I'm just going to say. It was okay. It's good. I'm not going to say it was bad. But the, my problem is, I, I only have half the story, buddy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dirty, exactly. dirty alliance man. I mean, I thought it was cool when me and Jana didn't look at the explosions. I remember that little mini cutscene. That was really cool. Because <laughs> cool guys don't look at explosions. That's right. They you just walk away. Just walk away. Because <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's it's actually hard for me to even differentiate what happened in the quote unquote war campaign and just like the leveling proper. Yeah. Because right? it, it was definitely. And, and that was one of the things about BFA is that while, yeah, it gave us a lot of story, it was very jumbled. And it jumped around a lot. And sometimes you were working on a zone. Sometimes you were working on war campaign stuff. And it was just so interwoven between all of it that sometimes it made it harder to follow the story. Right. At least at least for me. Like, I I like, I don't mind, for example, going back to Wrath. You chose your starting zone, but then eventually all paths led to one point. Yep. And in BFA, like, you could chose, choose whatever zone you wanted to start it with. You can do the war campaign when you want to do the war campaign. And it just, it felt like it jumped around more. Yeah. It felt very disjointed. And yes, yeah. you can obviously follow the story, but it's like, you know, this hour you're dealing with the people of Tears Card Sound. And the next hour you're going to go, you know, sail across to, you know, the Zandalar and set up your outpost and then come on back. 
And the whole time you're just like, wait, what did we do there? I mean, we set up an outpost. Okay, what do we do next? It's like, hey, we're gonna get in some little little goblin submarines and plant some bombs and blah blah blah. And did like, okay, seems seems okay to me. And then and then the the, the the horde they did some stuff too. Sure, I think they got tricked. That's mostly what happened with them. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, there's well, some stuff happening over there. Go there, and it's like, oh yeah, that's why the city is now kind of empty. Exactly. Yeah. Like one thing I'm noticing trying to complete two sides of every tail nail is that there is so much as BFA story I missed by only doing Alliance. Yep. Because I mean, the whole raid of old deer makes much more sense going into it. If you actually were horde side. Yeah. I remember, I remember going there and thinking, what are we doing? Why here? are we here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what episode is Dungeon Fables on? Crap, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> I got, I got a bit still. We just started Pandaria. It's, it's okay. Calm down. We'll get like, there eventually. I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> I was like, hey, Allie, stop up again. Help me out here. <laughs> I don't know why we were there. Yeah, like, I, have, I feel like the whole thing of Gahoon, like unless you were a horde side, you didn't know, really see it. I know what Gahoon is because I, I listen to other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think. That was a miss in that in the expansion that was not exactly alt friendly, there was a lot of story on either side of the faction. Yep. Yeah. I And yeah. As, as much as I like their attempt to try and get me to play another faction and go through the story and all this, it f- was even harder for me to work up, which I didn't do this either. But they're like, look, 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 look. I remember like, hey, Jen, I understand you just play a warrior. So you just got the you just got the, the warrior order hall campaign. Remember that? And you were like, man, there's like 12 other stories I didn't get. Don't yeah. worry. Not that <laughs> I'm still trying to do those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm excited for Chromie time. So whenever I get there and I need to, to figure all that stuff out. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier now. But when they're like, hey, now you got to play another faction. And I'm like, well, I didn't even play like a mage, which I already had a mage leveled up, ready to go. And I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> what did you did you really think I was going to like roll up a character from scratch and, and go up and do all that? And they're like, hey, we, we gave you a boost. I'm like, I'm not using that on that. Nope, yeah. it's not happening, Bliss. So didn't happen. <laughs> you see, for me, I used, I had a boosted tune from Legion. And so I, and I leveled her up in Legion and leveled her up in BFA, but I leveled her up pretty quickly in BFA. <laughs> so there's a lot of the story I haven't done yet. And going through it now, I mean, I completed Zolzar and Nazmir, which, dear Lord, I love Nazmir. Um, I want to hang out with Kragwa all the time. I, it is definitely, it is a shame, I think, in terms of the story that there was so much to see and experience and witness on the other side in the yep. expansion where it was hard to take the time to play on the other side, unless you had a lot of free time. Yep. And that's, that's a shame because I really, I enjoyed the war campaigns and I liked the use of the war campaign quests in order to go through some story, especially because there's a lot of people who don't like to get their story outside of the game. They want it all inside the game. So the war campaign was a good way to do that. But if you didn't play both sides, you didn't see both sides stories and I, you missed I a lot. the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm trying to get the other half of the book. And I'm really, I'm enjoying that process a lot more than I was expecting to. And it's sad that 
I didn't have time to do it until towards the expansion. But it's it's really good. And if you if you haven't experienced both sides, and if you're, you know, towards the end of Shadowlands and you're rolling an alt and you're doing Cormy time, yeah, we just went through BFA, everyone's kind of done with it. Go to the other faction. It's pretty different. Yeah, I, I need to take that advice. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, everyone on Horde side, they missed the amazing storyline with Jaina. Holy crap. It was amazing. So good. Like, it was just I mean, phenomenal. And they and they missed it. I mean, I know you guys got Talanji. I like Talanji. I'm not even. Talanji's, I, I, I'm actually, between Shadows Rising and questing Horde side, like, I have a new appreciation for her. I actually really like her. Yeah. Uh, I am a fan of Talanji. Yeah. Talanji, she's cool. I, do, I haven't spent much time with her. But I'm just saying, if you have not done the Jaina experience, as if this is like a ride. <laughs> experience. If you have not witnessed everything that happened from when her mom said, I ain't got no daughter. Right. That one hurt. I cut deep. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the way to the finale. Whew. I'm just saying, you're gonna get some mist, a little misty. Someone's cutting onions behind you. It, it, oh my gosh! It, it was it was so good. It's it's honestly, it's a little hard to watch in a in a good way, in a good way. So yes, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, and by the way, so if you and you know, hey, if you've never played the alliances, you're tiny little bit of a spoiler. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, and we'll get into this a little bit more. But there is a cutscene which I have watched over and over because it is so freaking good. And I, I played a little bit of it in the latest episode of uh, Morally Gray. Go check it out. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's the one where Jaina is like in the drust in Thros, where she's she's being like tortured, reliving yeah. these nightmares, her doubts and everything like that. You know, so she, you get to see the whole conversation really take place between her and her father. When... It cuts away. I never noticed this the first time before. And, and it's it's one of those examples of, dang, Blizzard. Like, you don't leave anything out. You, none of this is like, you don't do any of this accidental. When she is like, conf- like facing all of these doubts and her fears and everything. At one point, there's a whole bunch of people behind her. One of them is Ronan. Right? So okay. Yep. Yeah, so that one. That That's one right. Yeah. Yep. Another one's Kindy. Oh, my heart. Kindy's back there. Oh, my heart. Varian is standing back there. Yep. Arthas is standing back there. Yeah. And there may be one more, too, that, that is escaping my mind, where you just, you look at it, and off, on first glance, Yikes. you're just like, who's that? And then you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, I see why she might have some some issues getting over some of this stuff. Yeah. Well, well I mean, if it was me and Jaina's shoes, I would be broken. Yeah. Just, she, yeah. 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 She, she's been through some stuff. Just saying. So, yeah, if you're just horde and you've never done the Jaina stuff, go do the Jaina stuff. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm trying to tell myself to go do the horde stuff. I'm not, I'm trying to take my own advice here. So, go go, go do the Jaina stuff. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. All right. Well, moving on. Um, One of the things in the war campaign and whatnot was having to bring in the Zandalari and Kul'tirans. Oh, yeah. Which was a pretty big addition. What do you, did you roll up any of those? What do you, what do you think about those? I got a Kul'tiran druid still sitting yeah. at level whatever they start at. <laughs> 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 what are they, like level five now? Because he was 20 and now he got rolled back to like five I think it's or six 10. Or I think it's five. 10 now. All right, well. So that's that's where they are. I think they're pretty cool. 
pretty awesome. Um, and honestly, I think the, the thing that I, I like the most is I did watch a YouTube video of the scenario where you uh, unlock the, the Zandalari. Um, particularly the, the thing that made me chuckle the most. And I feel like this is a it's a leading into obviously the Shadowlands because I know Bon Somdi knows more than he's letting on. And like, he absolutely. He knows way more because he even said to, to Talanji, all right. I'm going to break this deal if you do one thing for me. Chop off Savannah's head. <laughs> you bring me her head? Hey, deal's broke. Like, hey, I will move on. I'll be happy camper. And she says, whoa, we just joined the horde. I'm not doing that. So he's like, dang, I thought that was going to work. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, I, I'm really curious to know more about Juan Somdi between leveling horde side and what we read in shadows rising it, it's it's a lot with bonsamdi and he talks about how he has a pocket realm in shadowlands where he's trying to like save all the trolls <laughs> in this pocket realm and so i definitely i want to know more about that and i think we're gonna see more of him with you know Muzala and whatnot so yeah yeah and then the colterians you built a boat so that was less impactful but whatever. <laughs> I was just, I was excited to see the Colterans because it's more piratey kind of stuff. Right. And right. I I think for me, I, I go back and forth because on one hand, yeah, they're just, just more humans basically, but they're like, I, I made, so I made an Ali Morgan, you know, Captain Morgan's Ali Morgan, get it. Um, and <laughs> I made her as a monk. I haven't leveled her yet, but she's, she's waiting for me. And it's kind of nice in that, yeah, they're humans, but they're not like, it's more my body type, you know, like I'm not a skinny mini and she's got more, you know, oomph to her. And it, it's, it feels kind of nice to see that in a game, honestly. And yeah. it's also the kind where you feel like if she punches someone, she punches them out. <laughs> so I, I'm leveling her monk. I've decided she's, she's, she's a monk and it's going to be amazing. Nice. She's going to yeah. be a pirate that levels through Pandaria. All right. Quick, <laughs> quick question. What? What did you name the boat? Um, I did uh, t- the Tiffin one, whatever that one was. Yep. And I did, mom. I did the exact same one. Right? Uh, lore We're nerds. friends. They all do the, <laughs> they all do the lore one. <laughs> We're like, I know that one. I'm going to do yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that one's so sweet. And I had I to do the, it. I did the same one. And it was so touched by it. I was, it was the, great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I think that was Catherine that suggested that one, right? Catherine. Proud yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. She, you know, she may be a little, little mean, a little bitter. Hey, but she came around. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's I good. mean, I like her. Everyone, you know, has her, you know, strengths and weaknesses and flaws and areas they can improve, and she improved. Yeah. And, yeah. and strangely enough, I'm going to talk about this for, for a second. Do it. It was actually Gen that talked her into it. <laughs> I know. I love my king. My king. <laughs> the He's not always a bad dog. Thank you very much. That's true. He was a very good boy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because he did He did do one thing right. He was basically like, hey, Sylvanas killed my, my son. Have I told you? Sylvanas killed my son. Right? So, <laughs> just let you know. Sylvanas killed my son. I would give anything, anything. I don't care if he's a drunk, he's laying on the ground. Like I don't care. Doesn't matter. I just want to have a little bit more time with him. Doesn't matter what he did. 
And that's when she kind of scratched her head and was like, you got a good point there, little little doggy. Let me, <laughs> let me go see what she's up to. <laughs> I just I yeah. just like I just liked it. It's it's the, it's like the meeting of the meeting of the geriatric crew that we're just like <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. They got gray hair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I got gray hair. I mean, it's dyed. You can't see it, but it's so do plenty I. there. Lots of it. Yes, you do. <laughs> and it's not. Yay, dyed. adults. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying they've, right. they've embraced their gray hair. How about that? There you go. They have. They have indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on, we got old deer. We got Balazar lore couple of raids where there was sure. some story that played out. Old Deer? Old Deer meant more if you played Horde side. I think, honestly, Old Deer meant more just for Mother. That's it. Like That's, that. yeah. But yeah. So sure, you dealt with the old Gat experiment, blah, 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 blah. Now we got the Matron of Tenacity. I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know what the H-E-R is. <laughs> <laughs> It's an acronym, mother. She's matron of tenacity, something, something, something. I don't know. Research. I feel like I need to look this up. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> she hangs out with Magni now. That's that's the main main thing that we need to know about. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, old year. Mother of tenacity, herald of endless research. Hey, I got the. I, got, I was herald. I was missing a couple letters in there, but I got. I got <laughs> at least I got the R right. I knew it was mother of or, uh, matron of tenacity. I knew that one. That was good. But yeah, it did. It did seem like leveling horde side now. Like it does seem like there is more lead up, and old deer does does seem to me more. If you were actually horde side, and you did everything with the blood trolls, and you know, finding out the the bit of you know old god corruption and under and whatnot, and it right. it takes on more meaning. It just it's really sad that that was more factional and yeah i've ran the underrot dungeon no idea yeah. what's going on in there exactly exactly yeah, what's going on in there what, what oh you'll F- find out in like a year or two 153 or something no it, it's in the 200s easily in the 200s oh, okay yeah Maybe. <laughs> crap <laughs> i'm gonna have to wait <laughs> so another interesting bit is you know crucible stone storms you know it kind of meh is one of those you know two Boss, two bosses, two, two bosses, bosses, right? Wasn't yep. there two bosses? Yeah, but the whole thing with that was the Zalatath questline. Zalatath, I mean, Zalatath was very much a hey, everybody, this is a storyline that we're just gonna set down, we're just gonna set this aside, we're gonna put this right here. Y'all just remember it, we're gonna put a pin in it, just remember, and then we're gonna walk away. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm. I am not a shadow priest. You've you've dabbled in the in the shadowy arts, obviously. Oh, I've I've dabbled. I embraced it. We're friends. <laughs> so, so Zalatath. You know what? I feel like you have a much better experience with Zalatath. I mean, we're barely acquaintances at this point. So you should probably <laughs> let everybody know what's up with Zalatath. We don't know what's up with Zalatath. a thing. <laughs> so it was as as a shadow priest. Or as a priest in general who, you know, played Shadow and Legion, going through that quest line, I love that for Shadow Priests, they gave a little extra oomph to the quest line to acknowledge, hey, I spent a whole expansion with you. <laughs> Which was pretty, I, I really, uh, 
I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was just, uh, I was fangirling all over it. But at the end, like, she just, like, she, she left the weapon and she, she left. Like, we, she, she, she left. We, <laughs> she we was, don't know. <laughs> thanks, Nizoth. See you later. <laughs> right? Like, what? Like, that suggests that we're not done with her storyline. It's one of those, you know, Blizzard really likes to drop these little, like, little story beats here and there, a little, you know, loose threads of the sweater that, you know, expansion or two down the road. Yeah. That's when we actually start seeing that unravel. Yeah. I feel, and I, I feel, think this is one of those 10, I think 10.0, if we get a light and void, you know, or we actually start seeing void lords, I think Zaltas is going to come back. I'm still convinced it's going to be an 11.0 only because we had, what was it? It, it was a Mr. Pandaria. When, yeah. Rath- when Rathion was ringing the bells, going, ah, the Legion, the Legion, the Legion. It's like, this was good. This was going to happen. And it didn't happen in the next expansion. It happened in the expansion after that. <laughs> so, oh, it could. Okay. I'm just so saying. What's, what's, what's 10.0 then? Dragons? I don't know. It feels like what they tend to do is they're like, super crazy cosmic craziness. A little more grounded. Super crazy cosmic grounded. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it kind of goes in line with the whole... You know, with the two factions, we're fighting each other. Oh, we're friends again because we got to fit this big bad. Yep. Oh, we're fighting each other. Nope, we got to fight this big bad now. Like, yeah, in the, the different story yeah. beats, it's it's like it's just a crazy pendulum goes back and forth. It's like we hate each other, we're friends. We hate each other, we're friends. Yep, yep. <laughs> Shadowlands, we're friends ish. We're friends adjacent. So, um, and then obviously in Battle for Azeroth, we were like, we hate you. Ah, you suck. That's it goes back and forth. So, ten point Probably going to hate each other again. Just embrace it. If you don't like that stuff, eh, two years of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. All right. So yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know what Zaltas is up to. That's true. She got her freedom and she was able to leave the weapon and with all of her, you know, whisper, I miss, I was hoping to get more lines from her in BFA. Like I purposely, you know, transmogged into that weapon Hoping to get new lines, and 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 I don't think we really got any new lines other than that quest line. So maybe I, I still have it, <laughs> and I still have my priest. So hope maybe maybe down the road because she's we're definitely not done with her. Oh yeah, no, nope. Um, <laughs> before and before we we move on to to further things like Eternal Palace, I would like to know what is your opinion of the raid battle for Dazar Lore. How do you oh. think they did in the storytelling with Horde versus Alliance? Because honestly, I thought that was the, some of the coolest crap I'd ever seen. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I appreciated that it was something a little unique, a little different in a 16 year categories with me. She does. <laughs> in a 16 year old game, like it's it's hard to really start having new and unique and refreshing things. So I think that was, that was really good. And I think the way they handled it with, you know, for this one part, say your Alliance, you're fighting Jaina. Logically Alliance would fight Jaina. So it makes sense that you would, you know, be changed into Horde and see it from their perspective. I thought it was, I thought from a story standpoint, it was, it was pretty cool. I think my favorite part of it was the whole concept that they introduced of the very much the unreliable narrator where the interaction 
with Rastakhan was different depending on how you played, whether it was yeah. Alliance or yeah. Horde. Where if it's like if you were playing as Horde and that's where you turned into Alliance, right? They're like, the story was told as if they, they marched in there and they're like, we hate you, we're going to murder you, you you, you suck, bleh, right? But then as the Alliance that walked in there, we basically gave him an opportunity to surrender. He said no. We're like, okay, we got to do what we're going to do. This is a war after all. Um, a little more... You know, not so mean. Obviously, we were still mean. We did kill him. I'm not gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna downplay yeah. that. But <laughs> just, I, I just love the way it was like, yeah, these guys suck. Blah, 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 blah. And then this guy's like, yeah, no, we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> we were yeah. totally responsible in this whole situation. Yeah, the blockade fight could go die in a fire because it was truly a blockade. <laughs> so many raid groups struggled on blockade. Yeah, I agree. But other than that, <laughs> it was it was from a story standpoint, it was pretty good. The blockade fight, I don't remember it being as bad, but I think that actually, and, and we'll move on from this, but that's fine. But it's basically because we were more of a heroic raid team, and I think the biggest problem was the normal encounters. And this cat is just she is going crazy. She wants to be part of the show. She wants to wrap up BFA, Jen. Kitty, that's fine. She's just like, hey, hey, talk to me. <laughs> She has things she wants to share. It's important. She's like, I agree. Battleford is exactly. great. <laughs> <laughs> so another great raid that uh, well, a lot of people think is great is the Eternal Palace. Yes, I very much agree. And in fact, a lot of people were like, this is where they actually got the balance right. <laughs> except, it, yeah. Except Lydia Ashvane. Yeah. That one was a, was a wacky one. Ashvane that was one... That one was a big wall for my... Now, granted, I went a little insane in BFA and leveled... Not leveled. I raided on three different raid teams for various reasons. All people that I cared about and wanted to play with. And I thought that was a good idea. It wasn't, and I burned myself out. But <laughs> um, my my guild raid team were definitely just... We are a normal raid team that... Would like to do heroic, but doesn't want to leave anyone out, even if their gear is bad or their rotation is the worst rotation in the world. Your cat could probably do better DPS than some of the people on that right team. Um, they like heroic Ashframe was our wall. We got past it, I think, once or twice when all of our best players were there. Yeah. And then most of our best players ended up uh, going the horde. And that's where some of my other guilds are going. So I don't know if I'm going to raid with them this expansion. But um, <laughs> it's it definitely outside of that being a wall for a lot of guilds. It it was pretty well balanced. And there were some fights that they you could see where they tried to be a little more unique and a little different with it. And going back to what I said earlier, in a game that's old, it's hard to find unique fights and unique mechanics. And Eternal Palace was pretty decent with that. Yep. Soccer Mom was great. I like Soccer Mom. Soccer, soccer, soccer Mom was not Eternal Palace. Was she not? Oh, man. Soccer I've, Mom was I've not been, I love that, dude. I've been, I've been doing Soccer Mom for so long. It felt like that was Eternal Palace. Oh, that's why. Because Ashara was in the fight. With, that's that, There you go. That's how I I was going to blame the Rom, but we'll go with that. No, no. Because <laughs> she's there. That's right. She's in the room. That's she the is there. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's see. Eternal Palace. We got that lady. We got the we got the big fish. Big fish. Okay. 
And then we get <laughs> real big fish, right? Because we like that. <laughs> All right. Then we get, what's number three? I don't even remember what number three is, but I know number four was Lady Ashby. Oh, number three was Radiance of a Shire. The, yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Well done. Yep. Uh, and then, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty good. I like the achievement on Radiance of a Shire. <laughs> is that around. the one where you keep running around? Yes, I still haven't the, done that yet. I need to do it. You just run around. That's that's the one. Yeah. I yeah, I like that one. That's a, yeah, I approve of Eternal Palace. It was a very good fight, or raid in general. And a, yeah, Asharo. That was a fun fight. And I liked the final cutscene. That was really good. Yeah, that was a really great final cutscene. It, it was really good, actually. Yeah. It's like Asharo, she's dead. And, you know, Lothamar and Jaina were like, basically, about to poke her. Is she really dead? <laughs> they should have <laughs> poked her because she was not really dead. Or she was, and then Nazoth was like, wake up. <laughs> Either way. One or the other. But that when wouldn't that make her like I don't un- know. Undead undead? I don't know. What? Maybe it was like it was like I mean that's like saying I'm She passed undead. out. She's I'm just not saying, dead. That's like saying my character is undead because I, my character, I've looked at the stats, I've died over twenty thousand times. <laughs> I have not looked at my stats, but now I feel like I need to report back on it in the next episode. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm just going to say, it's a lot. Remind me, when did you start the game? I forget. Uh, Burning Crusade. Burning Crusade. Okay. So we started roughly the same time. Yeah. I started early Burning Crusade. I started late Burning Crusade, but it's been the exact same character. So I, I ruled that character, started playing with these, these group of friends. Never changed mains. So... That's why. See, see, I for a while it was my rogue, and then it was my priest. In Legion, it was half half to my priest, and my DK, and yep. then after that, just my, my priest. So yep. I'll, I'll look at my priest, but maybe look at the other two and kind of see what 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 we got. Yep. All right. Okay. Eternal Palace. I give it. I give it a gold star. Yeah, I give it a gold star. That's good. That's good. good. I like good. it. Man, especially because it's like I think. Any any raid fight that will deliberately bring in an Ilganoth whisper, like that one did, where it's like, ha ha, drown yourself in the circle of stars. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> the way she's just quoting them back to you, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, we are the biggest idiots, and we're just going along with it. <laughs> I feel like one of our future episodes in the near future needs to be like an all like Ilganoth Whispers episode. Just. Yeah. Basically, here are the ones that we know. Here are the ones we have no clue on. Yeah, because we still don't know some of them. And some that we didn't know until Legion. So. Right. Or sorry, some that we didn't know until BFA. So. Some of we didn't know until the friggin the. What is that? The Tower of the Unseen Guest or something book. <laughs> Where we started yeah. going, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. So, and so we're, yeah, we'll, we'll still know. So uh, that's a future episode. Anyways, um, moving on. We had the whole thing with Najatar and Mechagon. Mechagon, lame. Najatar, awesome. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Me- that? Because Mechagon was, if we're going to stick with lore, Mechagon was like, eh, they're just weird gnomes that decided to screw you know, prosthetics on. <laughs> right. And, and also, I'm not, I don't know. The running around, the collect, I don't know. The, the gameplay loop of Mechagon, not my, not my jam. 
Najatar. Pretty awesome. I liked I liked Najatar. And also obviously Najatar, the whole the Naga uh, being able to visit all that. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah. I did too. And that's one of those things where I feel like you and I are not in the majority with that because a lot of people hated Najatar because it was hard to get around. It was a pain. You had a level of followers and you know, all of that. But I'm, I'm in the same boat as you because of the lore side of it, where we actually got to start, see the ruins of Zenashari, you know, and everything with the Naga and whatnot. Like I was the first time I went there and actually saw, you know, the ruins of Zenashari come across my screen as the, title of the new area I've entered. I was like, oh my God. And like, I just like, like just jaw open, just like looking around and gazing at everything. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually here. Yeah. So, and I and totally the, geeked out. And I, and, the I, little, and then, what was it? Oh, the, the, the Chandra's little uh, quest lines. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it was so good. And the zone itself, I thought was a gorgeous zone. And I, now, yes, I will agree with everyone. It got a lot easier and more enjoyable when I could fly. But I still, out of the two, I preferred Najatar. Mechagon gave me a little bit of a Fallout vibe. I don't know if you ever played the Fallout games. A little bit, yeah. I I love them. Like, I actually have, like, a couple, like, of figurines yeah. behind me for that. But, there he is. So it gave I me a bit him. of, like, a Megaton, you know wasteland kind of vibe which was was kind of cool and i i enjoyed aspects of mechagon but if i had to choose between the two it'd probably be an ashtar yeah for me the it really surprise surprise this is not going to come to shock anybody the reason i like Najatar better is there was a story there and mechagon was like it's kind of a story it's all right well, yeah i mean it didn't connect anything Right. The characters right. didn't grab me. The little prince dude or whatever trying to deal with his dad going nuts, trying to turn on the little thing. I read the comic, everybody. Don't worry. He's going <laughs> to turn everybody into machines or something. Like okay. I got it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was cooler when um, when and when you unlock the mechanomes and, and Gelbin became like, yeah, like the king of them all. Like that, that, that was pretty cool. I like that part. That's that where that's where Megagam is cool. But <laughs> just running around on the island, nah, it's kind of boring. Just yeah. like the Mega Dungeon. You've done the Mega Dungeon, right? Of course you're done. Mega Dungeon. You got to say it right. You have to go Mega Dungeon. <laughs> Be more, put more metal into it. Come I'm on, just man. saying, the, the first half of the Mega Dungeon. Right, man, there you go. Did, That's yeah. better. Uh, <laughs> the first half, because eh, you're still running around on the freaking outside and you're just like, I'm done with this place. The inside half is more cool than the outside half. I will the inside that. half? That was, yeah. That, that was, was pretty good. cool. That was good. Yeah. The, the, the K9 fight, that was that yep. was pretty awesome. Get behind the box, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I like it. Yeah. Good times. So, yeah. Gold star to Nagitar, you know, 10 star to Megagon. <laughs> <laughs> now, admittedly, I still have achievements and whatnot. I need to finish them both. But it yeah, got to the point where I was kind of, this was a, pr- right. As a completionist, I want to, but it's also, it was a kind of grindy expansion with so many different reps and so many different currencies and so many different items you have to collect and whatnot. And I kind of, I was kind of over it. And as time got more limited, 
I just, I had to pick and choose and grinding those out was not high on my list. So I'm sure at some point I will go back and do more things and get more achievements and whatnot because I'm a completionist and that's what I do. But that is not at this point in time. Right. But yeah, it was fun. I, I like Nagitar. I would, I will admit, I do want that crab mount. It's a cool mount. It is a cool mount. I don't think I'm ever going to get it. See, I I want it because I want, so crab mount. And then I've got my scuttle pet, the, the crab that has a pirate hat and carries better on a bottle of rum. <laughs> well, it has two X's on it. I call it rum because pirates make sense. Right. And then you can actually get a toy that is a crab, but it's a crab mount for your pet. So I would be on a crab and then my crab would be on a crab and it would be amazing. <laughs> That's what I really want in life. Crab square. Right. I got it. Sweet. Because scuttle curry is my room for me. It's important. Yep. Makes sense. I yeah. got it. I understand. <laughs> he should have a crab mount too. It's fine. It's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> crabs on crabs well, on crabs. <laughs> exactly. But healthy crabs. <laughs> so that's opposed to the bad crabs. Anyways, um, let's talk about <laughs> watching Dids reaction sometimes is really funny, just so you all know. If you haven't watched the live show for Marley Gray, I highly suggest it because it's just as great when you're recording with him one-on-one. Um, so Sylvanas and Sarafang in the Makara. And the the end, the official end of the fourth war. Oh, yes. Now, if we're going to talk about this, the main thing we got to bring up is, I believe it started with, I think the name of the video was Lost Honor. Am I correct? Was that when he took the Old shoulder? Soldier? Okay, yeah. Old Soldier. I think it's Old Soldier. Okay, yeah, that's right. You start with Old Soldier, and then it goes into the BFA actual proper cinematic. Right. And then you go into... I think that's Lost Honor when he's talking to Anduin and all that. And then there's another one that I don't know the name of. I think it's called Safe Haven when he talks to Thrall. <laughs> right. I believe you're right. All right. And then finally, after he talks to Thrall, then I think the next like super cool, like fully rendered one is actually the I challenge you to Makara. Right. Right. And the Tink Tink. Yes. Tink Tink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Sarfang's arc, I will just say, is beautiful. Oh, it was, so good. It was exactly what I thought it would be. It's because if, if Sarfang's, as a family, are into anything, it is honorable deaths. Yes. You know anything about Broxigar? Honorable death. Dude was looking for it when he was... Still in his prime. He's like, honorable death, honorable death, honorable death. That's what he, that's what he wants. Uh, and he got it because he stabbed, well, chippy chopped uh, Sargeras. <laughs> with an axe. <laughs> you don't stab with an axe. That'd be silly. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, there's a little baby boy. Um, I guess technically you could say he got an honorable death when he said, let it be finished. And the Lich King was like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 Honorable. Right. <laughs> I call I call that a Darwin Award, but all right, moving on. <laughs> Single-handedly, charges, dude. 
Lich King, everyone's scared of him. Um, and he's like, <laughs> good job, dude. Your daddy should have taught you tactics. <laughs> Don't charge Arthas. <laughs> right? Um, and that's when Bolvar probably looked at him and was just like, you ah, stupid. All right. That's Basically. That. Yeah. yeah. All right. But yeah, so Sylvanas, I don't know. She definitely seemed very mustache twirly the way that they portrayed her in here. And I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping in the next expansion, we will actually get into the thought process behind all that. The why. Must, the mustache twirling, right? Yep. That's what I'm hoping for. The Starfang, it was awesome. It was, fan, it was, it was beautiful. I, lo- yeah, I love it. From- from back in like Elegy and Good War and, you know, the burning Telestill to like the, the very end, you, you had the whole like shoulder pad saying and uh, everything was to con like his his whole arc. It, it was it was very, very good. Yes, it was fantastic. I I honestly think the the whole um, like super fully rendered cinematics like they've never done this before. Um, I do not expect you to do it again, Blizzard. But if you do, I'll be very happy. I'm just going to like that. That is my opinion on this whole. They're so good. I I oh. think I I think when they I think there was a video where they, they put like all of them together and you just watch them in sequential order. And yeah, I think I watched that at least five or six times. And that's like 23 minutes of content. If you watch yeah. all of them in a row is a lot and it's really good. Well, and that's why a lot of people are calling for a Netflix series, because they're just so good. Yeah, they are. But they do 23 minutes worth of content once every two years. So yeah, it had to hire a bunch of new people <laughs> <laughs> to make a Netflix series work. But, oh, it's so good. Yes, it is. Especially- I, I fully expect to be getting another one soon, potentially with the Jailer. I'm, I'm definitely hoping. Got my fingers crossed. I, I I believe the the whole theories. I, I'm I'm a believer. Okay, maybe maybe I'm a finger cross hoper. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I want that real bad. Um, yeah. But I think when it comes to the like, I think my favorite moment in that whole situation is when um, and and obviously this is when like. Um, this is definitely where me as the Fury Warrior, always been, always will be Fury Warrior. Um, when when, when Varrock Sarofang properly separates Charlemagne, Charlemagne, is that the name of the sword? Charlemagne, yep, yep, right? yep, yep, yep. And then he just like starts wailing at Larry Long. Because at first it was like, yeah, he's losing. But then he, you know, a little enraged regeneration, a little commanding shout. He's getting in there. He's scuffing around. It's fine. And then she... I'm not going to say she cheats because um, because every I'm just going to say every single World of Warcraft player out there believes they know the rules of Makara and they no one has ever written the rules of Makara anywhere. So they're like, true. They're like, no, you can't do that in the it's Makara. It's fight of the it's, it's fight with the, the fisticuffs or, or weapons or whatever. And it's like, dude, you have no idea. They're not written anywhere. <laughs> Well, I think I think the point is that it's supposed to be something of of honor. Yep. And and quote unquote cheating is not fighting with <laughs> honor. <laughs> it is funny to me that um, 
that Sylvanas even like to me it's the um it's like the Power Ranger syndrome. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> right. So everybody knows what happens. You get the Power Rangers that show up, they fight around, nothing happens. And then Rita throws down the staff, makes the monster big, right? And then they're like, oh no, we need the Zords. And then the Zords become the Megazord. That's what that always happens. They almost <laughs> usually most episodes they don't even stay as individual Zords. They just go straight to the Megazord. And then the Megazord, he 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 tussles around, he punches, he punches, and then how does it end? Every single time. He summons the big sword and cuts it in half. <laughs> Every single time. I just I don't know why they just don't start with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is. It's like so. Why didn't Sylvanas go? Sylvanas, I summon Makara, and she says, "Cool." Because <laughs> it had to make it dramatic. Sarfang needed his like he he needed his moment. He needed his, to have his he, death be remembered. The horde is nothing moment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're all nothing. Right. And I think it would be remiss of me to not mention the voice actors at BlizzCon redoing oh, yeah. this scene. Like if you fun. have, if you were not at BlizzCon, if you did not see it on the virtual ticket, if you have not, you are listening to this right now. You have not seen the voice actor panel from 2019 when they redid it. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. It's on my phone right now. Like go watch it. It was okay. phenomenal. Like I, I had goosebumps. I think I was a little teary eyed at the end when they did tink tink. Like it was just, it was so well done. Okay, so here is how I will explain to you that this is actually very good. My wife, whenever I even start talking about Warcraft lore, rolls her eyes at me. Instantaneously. <laughs> She's like, stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. Just stop. <laughs> don't. Just don't. She was at this panel. So she she was there. She watched yeah, it yeah. with me. She was like, ah, okay, I'll admit that was good. I like that. <laughs> So oh, good. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was her favorite panel from all of BlizzCon was that. Oh, voice it was so panel. good. It was so good. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Sylvanas, Sarfang, Makarov, Aftermath of the Fourth War. Mm. It's all good. And afterwards, we started seeing, if you stuck around, you actually started seeing, you know, various groups from Horde and Alliance actually talking with each other yeah. about all of it, which was, I, I thought it was really interesting to stick around and kind of hear all of that or, oh, you yeah. know, read it. Yeah. A lot of it, a lot of it was awesome. Uh, I definitely, yeah. as the lore nerd, I, I definitely was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. That's cool. And then I go listen to these NPCs. I think, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the virtual version of people watching, which I enjoyed that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're here just <laughs> basically. Yeah. I'm just going to listen to this guy. Nope. Nope. Don't, I'm not. Don't, ignore me. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just standing here staring at you. It's fine. It's not creepy yeah. at all. It's fine. Yeah, they're just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not here. Just, just ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. Just eating a cheeseburger. Don't worry about me. <laughs> mm. I want a cheeseburger. Yeah. All right. So let's 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 move on. We're we're just about done. We got the whole Magni Rathion mother stuff so patch 8.3 yes where everything was supposed to be leading to and i feel and i'm not i'm not gonna be mean blizzard but feel like a ball was dropped somewhere because <laughs> it was like spooky 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 and i look I, I will say the the cutscene, the the introduction where you know anduin punches 
Rathiel. That was, that was a really good. The whole cutscene was really good. That was good. Yeah. But you do a really good job of trying to express the scariness of an old god in a cutscene where it's like, He's going to attack you here and you don't know what's really happening. But when you're playing through it, it just seems like scary tentacle monsters. And, you know, you yeah, as a player, you never feel like your mind is under assault. So that's the only time where I'm just like, I don't know, it's just scary tentacle monsters. I'll just smack with my sword and be done with it. So I don't know. Eight, three. I'm not going to say it was a complete miss, but for, for me at least. But it was, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe something more is to come. Like, a lot of people are like, hey, Nihilotha, it's supposed to be like, it could be in your head. It's not really there. Maybe Nazoth right. isn't even defeated. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Well, and it kind of goes to the question of when we kill an old god, are they dead dead or do they go back to their realm? Right. And then regenerate. Like, we know, you know, demons go back to the Twisting Nether. If you don't kill them in the Twisting Nether, they're not dead. You know, our elemental lords like Ragnaros and whatnot, if you don't kill them in their realms, they're not dead. So, old gods, we didn't kill them in their realms. They were in our realm. So, are they regenerating in some Black Empire realm somewhere? Possibly. I don't know. But it was, I was, I was disappointed too, because it's Nazoth. Like, especially if you go back and look at the impact Nazoth has had on the story, you know, we had everything with Cataclysm and Deathwing. Yep. Like huge. Like there's so many different things that point to Nazoth and Nazoth's doings that to have that be Nazoth's end. Yeah. It your, felt weak. Your minion got an entire expansion and you got a patch. Yeah. Like I wanted, I I thought there was going to be more, more old godness, more black empire, and in in terms of that, from a story standpoint, it did feel lacking, which makes me hope that we do get more old god, void lord things down the road, whether it's ten point oh or eleven point oh. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you don't have a hard hard road to hoe or whatever that, however that phrase goes. I'm just yeah, saying that's right because. If you're because this is the whole nature of the old gods, it's like they mess with your head. It's this whole insanity thing. It, I don't know. It, I don't. It, it never seems to come across the right way that you don't really know what you're dealing with is the real threat or something like that. I don't know. It just, yeah. So if you can pull that off, Blizzard, where you're like, oh, you're attacking this one thing. Oh no, that was your friend you attacked. Oh my goodness. Ah. You know that kind of stuff. Like if you can pull that That'd off, that'd be amazing. That'd be beautiful, but like, if you can really capture the eldritch, eldritch horror of an old god, I'd, I'd be, I'd be all for it because I love that stuff. Um, it's fantastic. But I don't know, eight point three, it's close, but no, <laughs> no gold star. I'm just gonna say no gold star. <laughs> I think because we are the Lord nerds that we are, I, I'd have to agree with you. Because I think we, we we expected more out of Nazoth and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. But from a gameplay perspective, at least Azerite felt like it was in a better place. True. The corruption system, uh, meh. Corruption. Like if you were if you if you got the corruptions you needed, it felt pretty awesome. You know, when your Twilight Devastation goes off, you know, badass. But if you didn't have all that, like you felt significantly weaker, and that was 
that was rough. And I, I had fun doing Herfic Visions. I actually really enjoyed them. But again, it just was a reminder that I was hoping for more old god stuff from this patch. Yeah. And like you said, it felt more just attacking tentacle monsters. Yeah. So yeah, yeah A3. It's a it's a thing. But it's okay. I liked I liked doing the quest line for opening the the cloak. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that. I do wish Magni had poured us around a little bit more, but other than that, like it was it was a fun quest line. Yep. It I did I I enjoyed it the first time through, and I have never done it a second time. So that's probably why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it one more time, but that was it. Yeah. I will admit it did seem a little weird that Magni was like, All right, I'll see you later, and you're just like, crap, dude. Okay, I guess I'll fly. You're just gonna leave me here? Yeah. You're just gonna port away and I'm all right. My teleport's on cooldown, jerk. All right. See you, <laughs> see you later when I get there. Yeah, so eight three. I obviously I'm still playing, it's fun. But yeah, corruption. I think one of the first corruptions I got was Twilight Devastation. It was pretty cool, but at the same time, I never min-maxed it, so it, Right. I don't know. Yeah. I just you know, it, it bat what it it is what it is. It's a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing, and now it's done. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am kind of glad it's gone. I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna say I hated it. Hated it, but I'm kind of glad it's gone. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I do have a very long list of characters we can talk about and stuff, but I we we already talked about a few. So yeah. there's a few I just want to pick out that we didn't really talk a whole lot about. Um, how did you feel about? Anduin's character development throughout the expansion. Mm, let's see. I personally liked his character development a lot more in Legion because that's where he lost his dad. That's where he started realizing that things aren't that great. He's got to step up, be be the king that he never thought he could be. In BFA, I felt like BFA was kind of like the big trial by fire for him because, and I, I think the the Lost Honor or whatever the name of that uh, the short was where he talked to Sarafang. The beginning of it where he says, next we're going to be calling out farmers and things like that. Like I think that's where you really got the idea that he really didn't care about his people. He's just not good at this like whole war thing. Right. <laughs> Especially when he's going up against Sylvanas because, you know, Sylvanas. All right. So did I like his character arc? It's pretty good. I, I liked it. Um, but it's... Yeah, I think there were better character arcs. <laughs> Anduin, it is nice to see him actually starting to become a king. And we've seen we've seen a lot with him between, you know, and, and before the storm when he actually like came face to face with Sylvanas herself. Like that was a big moment. Um, you know, everything with, uh, you know, Varrock and, and, and the gel and whatnot. We, we, I feel like we've seen some good progress with Anduin. And he's not so much of a wimpy boy, I guess you could say. <laughs> but <laughs> I was I was kind of disappointed in his reaction to Toronto when she was coming to him, like with her desire for revenge. Now, granted, he has to take into account everything of the Alliance and all of their resources and not stretching themselves so thin that they, you know, doom themselves. But I would like if he could have done something. Right. Something. I, yeah, no. That his dealing with Tyrande felt lame. Particularly, well, if, if, go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just like, when he first, when she's like, oh, they did this. They've taken Darkshore. We need to, we need to do the thing. And he's like, oh, love to help, but we're, we got this stuff. We got this stuff. It's like, we just don't have the resources. And then she's like, fine, whatever. I'll do it myself. And she did. Good on you, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and then the next time that he was kind of dealing with her, where it's like, all right, well, we drafted these, these documents. We, you know, we're going to you know, vote on this treaty. We can do the tri- peace treaty. It's going to be great. No more Sylvanas. Now they got now they got a, now they got a council, council leadership, not a yep. not a war council, just council, right? Um, and she said, yeah, "Screw your paper, not signing that." Like what, like, what is a piece of paper going to do the next time they rise up and, and want to attack us? Because I don't know if you noticed, but we live in Kalimvor, and sort of they, so we wind up getting the brunt brunt into it. So no, yeah, I'm not signing your stupid paper. And and when he seemed like he's like, oh man, you're gonna sign it, really? Gee, that's that's rough. Sylvanas. Come on, Sylvanas. Not Sylvanas. Tyrande. You know what? Yeah, come on. She's like, nope, not doing it. And I think uh, Tyrande was probably right there. <laughs> Anduin seems a bit naive, in my opinion. He is still a little naive for sure. And I do think, I mean, after years and years of it always being the horde side, that is having issues and and drama and unrest in their ranks. I think the whole Anduin, Gen, Taronda storyline and whatnot is where we might start seeing a little bit of a splinter on the line side. And well, yeah, sure, I don't want this to splinter, but I think if it's going to be always the Horde splintering, it's not fair and it's probably our turn. Yeah, probably. And I think (laughs) it's where it starts. I think so. I think yeah. so as well. Um, we didn't talk a whole lot about Bane. He wasn't in there a whole lot. I mean, there was a whole Derek Pradmore part. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think Bane. He he was good, only be, mostly because he was the voice of reason on the horde yeah. side, and he kept continually speaking up, and he got shut down. Basically, like at one point, we had to go rescue him because, yeah. But obviously that was like part of her plan. Da, 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 da. You get the idea. But yeah. So yeah. Bane Bloodhoof. He's he's a good dude. I like him. But yeah. I don't think he got totally enough time in the spotlight. But he, he didn't. We're gonna see more in Shadowlands for sure. Yeah. But I, so. I, I I did like the whole thing with whole with stopping the plot with Derek Proudmore and actually returning Derek to Jaina. Like that whole cutscene. I, I thought that was that was pretty great. Like it made me really proud of Bane in that moment. Yeah, it was a great cutscene where it's like you Bane. So tell me, is he the Banshee's puppet, crammed full of blight? Is he the bomb this time? Yes. That's another one. Oh my gosh, cutscenes yeah. galore in freaking yeah. Battle for Azeroth. I think. Oh, loved it. Very good. Uh, um, Taronda, we talked about her a bit. Yeah. The one thing we did not talk about with her, and we, we'd be doing a big disservice if we didn't bring it up, was the Night Warrior. Oh, which, it was so good. And that, I think, was probably one of my favorite parts of BFA is yeah. because it made total sense, like what Tyrande went through and everything that she's done. And, you know, kind of like if you go back to Warcraft 3 Tyrande, where she's like, she's like, look. I've been dealing with this for thousands of years where you, well, you Malfurion, have been asleep in your dream. So don't even, I don't, I don't want to hear your lip. 
to shut it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then all that crap happens with Teldrassil. She just lost, you know, countless, you know, night elves to Sylvanas's whatever stupidity and or whatever her crazy Machiavellian plans are. And <laughs> yeah. and she went, basically went to Elune and was like, no, no, no. Hey, Elune, we've been buds in the past, but you you owe this one to me. This is no, I'm not asking. With this offering, I demand to wear your darkest face. Yeah, uh, I was like, yep, that's Toronto. I remember I'm I'm here for that. I'm super excited for it. So, yeah, I think it's actually one of the main reasons I'm looking forward to um, Shadowlands, especially when you kick off the whole killing the Thanos. (laughs) It was beautiful. beautiful. Such a great cutscene. Oh, I love it. Oh, I have to go. I've, I, I still haven't seen it yet. And I'll go watch after we're done here. But oh, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So we talked about the next few a bit. How about Kalia Menethil? <laughs> How do you feel about her re-entering the storyline? I will just say I am reserving judgment on Kalia Menethil until something actually happens with her. <laughs> it's like not they're, that- they're building up to something that's one of those loose strands of the sweater for sure it's not that things haven't happened it's just that we don't know how this is going to end right so, Callie is cool I like it I'm I think it's pretty awesome but yeah I is she going to be some type of leader of the Forsaken I have no idea but I don't know where it goes from there we'll see and if that's what's going to happen, yeah. So moving on, you know, don't really need to talk about Derek. I feel like talking about Savannah's is an episode in and of herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll leave that one for now, I think, unless you have anything you want to say about Savannah's. I think I said a lot about her already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, how about Flynn Fairwind and Matthias Shaw? Flynn Fairwind. I'm just going to put them together because they go together now. Yeah. Flynn Fairwind. The reason we're drinking rum tonight. <laughs> he's still he's still my in-game boyfriend i'll share him with shaw it's fine my original <laughs> tune i ever made was a rogue so she's got a bond with shaw so it's fine i'll yep. share i'll share flynn with with shaw it's fine uh-huh. it's fine um no i i in terms of their in-game like you know at i guess coupling if you will they're that's i don't know i just i really enjoyed it i like i love the character of flynn he is definitely my kind of character where he's like... I love Flynn so much. He's competent, but also a goof. Like, you yeah. Know, that's, that's my favorite exactly. kind of character. <laughs> and that's why I love him. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And then Matthias Shaw is, the, is always the, the, the super, you know, like always serious. Very serious. Right, very serious. But then, you know, it makes sense. Opposites attract, as they will. You know? Yeah. Makes sense. Have you read the little like prequel story that came out for the Eastern Kingdoms book? 
Oh, the that Christy Golden put out. Yeah. Terror by Torchlight or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I have not read that yet. So it's great because you actually get to see a little more of their back and forth as more of a couple. Because in Shadows Rising is where we got to actually see it there, you know, actually going to become a thing. And so Terror by Torchlight is, you know, the, the, the intro to the Eastern Kingdoms book that's coming out. But we actually get to see more of their back and forth as as a couple. And it's it's pretty great. And I really, really enjoyed it. All right. So obviously, I mean, I, I adore Flynn. Any quest line with Flynn, I, I'm in love with. I loved Islands. Like, I just, I, I love Flynn. So I could talk about Flynn for a while. But instead, let's talk about Bolvar. Oh, yeah. Bolvar for a dragon. Which is leading more into Shadow is leading more into Shadowlands than anything else. But, yeah. Bolvar. Oh, my guy. He's, the, he's a cool dude. I like him. He is a cool dude. And if I'm thinking of Bolvar himself, um, so, and this is the funny thing, like as a warrior, I, I, I know that there was the whole, was it the Death Knight campaign back in Legion with the, the yeah. stuff. That was good. It was so good. Have you played through it yet? It's so good. I have not. I have no it's idea. It's so good. I have, you I, need to, like, I think when there's a lull in Shadowlands, that's what you need to do because it's really good. Yeah. And then obviously leading into like the pre-patch and all that, getting into Shadowlands, like, yeah. I mean, I don't have, I feel like I've given away the secret. I don't have a lot to say about Bolvar. I'm, I'm looking forward to what comes next. Is this the yeah. best thing? The best thing that I can say about him. He's cool. I like him. Mr. Toasty himself. The other Toasty, not, not, yeah. not your co-host. <laughs> this one's from Azeroth, not Canada. <laughs> I mean, Bolvar is hanging out up north, so I mean. Okay, yeah, you got me there. <laughs> All right. It is true. And Bol- I guess Bolvar wasn't in BFA a whole lot. It's more like towards the end with the cinematic, with Sylvanas, whatever. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. I'm sure we'll talk about all of that more down the road. But for now, because this is getting a little long, just really quick. What was your favorite instance? Uh, probably not going to surprise you based on the way I talked about it. Um, Battle for Dazar Lore. Okay. Okay. Mine's Freehold because pirates. Mind blown. <laughs> it's the most sarcasm I can put in there. It's, it's explosions of mind yeah, blownness. Yeah, right? yeah, pretty much. Um, what was your favorite storyline and or quest? Storyline was easily Jaina. That one was just, ooh, love it so much. Um, because I will tell you, I don't know how many times I have rewatched the end cinematic to the Siege of Morales. Oh, so oh, good. My goodness. So good. There you are. Look on 
Lady Ashvane's face is just is perfect. I it is it, it's to die for. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And quest? No idea. I mean, there's there's quests in that storyline, so that works. I think for me, storyline was probably also Jaina. That was phenomenal. If I had to pick a different quest outside of that quest line, I mean, this is probably no surprise, but there's this quest where you escort a very drunk Flynn, <laughs> who's also <laughs> impacted by the sirens over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had so much fun with that quest. Having said that, now that I've gone through the Kragwa quest on in Nazmir as Horde, oh, it's so good. I love that too. I think one of those two. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think my favorite quest was uh, learning about the Thorn Speakers in Drustfar. I like. That oh one. yeah, yeah. That That's one was a good one. Sweet when you when you yeah. learn about the whole origins of the Coltiran. Druidism and all that. I thought that was yeah. Really great that that was a good quest line. That's true. Yeah. All right. So, what was your favorite and least favorite aspect of BFA? Uh, favorite shocker once again. All the mind blowns. Uh, just all over the place. The story. Yeah, <laughs> I love the story of it. It's, it's their storytelling. Regardless of what your opinion is of the whole Sylvanas thing, I know there's some. It's controversy, right? I understand. But the actual storytelling that they did for BFA, fantastic. Um, the actual story itself might be a little convoluted in places. I understand. But once you finally piece through it, and because this is kind of a long episode, as you can tell, uh, there's a lot, a lot happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it, I, I think it was very well delivered up until that final 8-3 point got a little muddy at the end. But whatever. You, you can't always win them. And least favorite part, honestly, I've said this before, my least favorite part was the leveling experience because it felt like I was getting weaker as I was going from 110 to 120. I I hated the fact that I was like, hey, I feel amazing with my artifact weapon. It's doing it's great. It's great. Da, 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 da. And then especially when you hit that one, I think it was 116 mark where your legendary you stopped can't usually, working. Yeah, there was definitely a difference like, in power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm supposed to be getting stronger, not weaker. Right. This is, this is frustrating. So that was my least favorite part. I think my favorite was also the story. I'm sure we're doing a lower park podcast. Like it makes sense that that, that was both our answers for the favorite. Um, least favorite. I think it was trying to collect the things that's supposed to make you more powerful. Trying to collect the Azra essences. Trying to collect the corruption. Trying to collect the Azrite power, just that got pretty old for me. And I'm glad to be done with it. We're going to be collecting anima and new things, yes, but it doesn't feel as punishing, at least to me, as of now. We'll see how I feel, you know, halfway through Shadowlands. But for now, it feels better than it did in BFA. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I wasn't a huge fan of Azerite, but I, I kind of just ignored it for the most part because I would just, you know, ask Mr. Robot told me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. Whatever Great. it tells me to do, that's what I'm going to do. So. All right. So overall, which which version of, of which star would you give it? Which version of which star overall would I give the expansion Battle as a whole? Battle for Azeroth, yes. 
All right. So I will give it a a silver star leaning on gold. I think it's it's almost there. Oh. It's almost a gold star. But All right. it, it definitely so if we're talking about storyline and just just the lore, just the story, it's definitely right there. Almost a gold star. It's just there was a couple little weird points where you're just like, I don't know, that seemed a little convoluted. Um the requirement to do the the two different factions felt a little yeah. weird. I would have preferred if I could get the whole story just playing my one character. That's how I play the game. <laughs> so Right. Um But I can't fault it. I mean, they tried some stuff. It's it you know, it's pretty good. You have to try new stuff with the old game, right? Yeah. It it yeah. is it is fun. I, I I did not ever fall out of love with the game like I did with Warlords of Draenor. Okay. Right. So it's, it's not that bad, everybody. Oh yeah. So if you're if you're angry with the game, that's fine. But I thought it was pretty good. So yeah. if you were to rate it, gold star, whatever star, or you can just do like one to ten. I don't care. It's your rating system. <laughs> no, we're, we're single to stars. This is a star <laughs> episode, apparently. Um, I would say a solid silver. I really like this story. I really disliked, as you said, that you had to play both factions to, to get the full story. I liked some of the aspects of it. Like I, I'm one of those people that really enjoyed islands. I enjoyed horrific visions. I enjoyed most of the instances. I got so many pirates and I adored that. And the art was phenomenal. Some of the systems were a little rough and feeling like there's just so many different currencies and things I have to go collect and whatever got pretty old. So I'll just a solid silver, just solid, solid. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. So we're going to quickly move on to reviews. Would you like to read our first review? Sure. I could do that. I'm, I'm capable. I believe <laughs> you are indeed. Well, let's see what happens. All right. So this first one, uh, both of these reviews are coming from, what is that? This is a Warcraft radio, Warcraft radio.com slash directory. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Took me a sec. See, I knew I was capable. It just takes me a second. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this review comes from Jacoris, and they say, honestly, not sure anything could make me happier in podcasting terms than Jin and Allie starting the show together. Their, their other shows, Marla Gray and Dungeon Fables, respectively, were the first WoW podcast I listened to consistently, and it's great to hear them both take on more current lore content. Their banter is entertaining, their takes are, are interesting, and Live Laugh Lore is shaping up to be everything you could want in a war that wow lore podcast. <laughs> Dracoris. Thank you, Dracoris. Yes, thank you very much. Very much appreciate it. We're only on episode six. So you got high hopes, I guess. But uh, I, very I, much, I, I guess. Uh, Hopefully it's a good thing, though. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so next we have to off. And she says. Since Apple Podcasts never seems to take my reviews, here's ones for Jin and Allie. If you love the lore of Azeroth and enjoy speculating about the future, then this is the podcast for you. Bringing together two of the best hosts sharing their passion for the lore makes for fun, informative listening. Thank you for bringing us another great podcast, you guys. Demi the DK. <laughs> yeah. And I think eventually Apple Podcasts did accept your review. It just took a long time. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But thank you anyways for leaving one on forecast director. That does help. It does. And that, uh, that, that means a lot. 
So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, seriously. Thank, thank both of you. Yes. Over there on the, across the pond, as they say. <laughs> yes. I just realized they were both. Eh. <laughs> they are both. Just They're kind of worked out that way. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you to our UK listeners everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Wherever you may be in the, in the UK. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's end this on a positive note, as we like to do. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. This one is from a story about Mighty Miss Maya. And if you go to MightyMissMaya.org, you can find out more. But this little girl in 2013, she was born at 26 weeks. She was one pound, 10 ounces, 11 inches long. She wasn't just a preemie. She was literally a micro preemie and she spent her first 87 days of life in the basically like intensive care unit for for infants and the NICU. And her first year of life, she was, you know, when, when you're a preemie, you're developmentally behind. I know like this is this is this is my job. But, you know, usually you talk it up to being, you know, a preemie and with therapy and a lot of words, like you can, you can catch up, you can get there. But eventually once she hit about one year old, they realized she was really far behind and something just was not right. And so they went to visit the neurodevelopmental specialist and with MRIs and tests and whatnot, they found out that she had cerebral palsy. This is something that there's, there's no, no cure for it. Only just therapy and treatments and a lot of hardworking patients. And it basically, it causes her hips and legs and feet to be tight or spastic and things like moving balance, simple things like crawling when she was one, one year old, like was impossible. Like just that communication between brain and legs, just, it doesn't happen or if it does, it's not often. (laughs) And this little girl, like that, that did not stop her. Like she's got two older brothers. She'd try to play baseball with them. She'd go play in the snow with her friends. She'd ride the bike. She worked her little butt off in therapy. It was just, it was tiring and exhausting, as you can imagine, for her and her family. But nothing would stop her. And she's had surgeries and painful Botox injections in different hospitals and specialists and whatnot. But on on this website, the About Me section, it, it really grabbed me. And it says, we know we are going to fall, but we get back up and try again and again and again. No one has an easy life. Everyone has to learn how to get back up. We just have to do it a little more often. If you get back up, anything is possible. And I know for me that that just that really grabbed me. And while I may not have CP, like, you know, I think that's something a lot of people can relate to that we all fall, but we get back up and. If we can get back up, then it's possible. And seeing how hard this little girl has worked for the simple things such as walking and the fact that she she does not give up and she just keeps trying. It's it's really inspirational. And on top of that, this family got themselves a special dog who has three paws. And it's this this little girl. Her name's Abby. She's a golden doodle. It's basically been her sidekick, her wow her sidekick <laughs> through this entire journey. Uh, Abby keeps Maya safe. She supports her emotionally and physically and is there every step of the way, literally. 
And we have this freaking adorable video to share with you that shows this relationship between Abby and Maya and Maya's first steps where she is just beyond cute. And uh, we're just, we're going to play it now. Yeah. I would start walking in her walker and Abby would always get up and kind of follow behind her. I don't know if it's like a safety thing. When we're doing her therapy, Abby will sit by Maya's bench and then I've noticed Maya's starting to kind of sneak and use Abby to push herself up so that she can stand up. Right away when we brought Abby home, she just kind of became Maya's shadow. I love my doggy. Abby's been such a good motivator in some ways for Maya to move to, like to get up and be active. She's followed the like the i think it's the dodo is the youtube channel they do a bunch of like dogs you know not just dog animal rescue stories and whatnot it's it's one of those that's why there's so much new music and whatnot but it's just absolutely adorable and to me it was really inspirational you know 
life gets really hard, but if, if little Maya here can, you know, keep trying and pushing through and be determined and to even just walk like we can, we, we, we can work it out. We, we can get through those hard times and it's just, it's adorable. So after this episode goes out, I will definitely post it on the Twitter so you can see it because it is just so adorable. I just love when she takes those first step and she's like, you guys, <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> it is very cute. Definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Bye. this was a long episode, but uh, I think we're, I think we're done. This was a long episode, but I think that it was worth it. I think it was fun. Yeah. I mean, we're wrapping up an entire freaking expansion. It's going to be long. I guess we could say bye to BFA. Bye, BFA. Bye. Thank you for the dive bar music. <laughs> Is this where this comes from? Yeah. Huh? The Did dive you know bar that, that never... I, I needed a Murloc dive bar. That did not happen. Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jen on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>